It's pitting neighbors against neighbors in suburbs across the United States. Tempers are flaring. Tension is high. And nope, all the drama has nothing to do with politics or COVID or any of the usual suburban suspects. The culprit now? Pickleball. Pickle what? I'm Gustavo Ariano. You're listening to The Times, daily news from the LA Times. It's Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. Today, the rapid rise of a sport that barely anyone knew about before the pandemic and the intense backlash rising right alongside it. Connor Sheets is an investigator of an enterprise reporter at the Los Angeles Times. Connor, welcome to the Times. Thank you for having me. Okay, so pickleball, isn't that like in baseball when you're between bases and people are throwing a ball and they're trying to tag you out and you're supposed to like get to the other base? Yeah, that's what I thought, but that's just pickle. Pickleball is a separate sport. It started in like 1965 in Washington State, and it's a paddle-based game where you have players with hard paddles hitting a wiffle-like ball back and forth over a net that's very similar to a tennis net and has nothing to do with uh, base running. (laughs) So pickleball has been around since 1965, but you just found out about it. So I talked to this lawyer, Nick Kaplan, in San Diego, met him at a coffee shop randomly. He has been involved in multiple legal proceedings over, you know, the impact that pickleball has had on various communities around California. What's this game about then that gets people so upset about it? Like, how do you play it? Who's playing it? You've got two or four players similar to tennis. You can play solo singles or doubles. Each player has a hard plastic paddle and you're hitting this wiffle ball back and forth. The wiffle ball moves slower than a tennis ball, but you're closer together, so it's a lot of back and forth, back and forth, similar to ping pong. But you're standing on like a tennis court-like surface. It's about a quarter of the size of a tennis court, and it's a small piece of land that you're playing on. There's not a ton of running. And the motions that you have to learn are pretty basic. So, you know, people that play pickleball say you can pick it up in an hour and be out there playing competitively. So basically it's similar to tennis as far as the rules go. You know, you're trying to hit it past your opponents and that type of thing. And uh, it really has taken off in recent years, especially during the pandemic. If you think about 10 years ago, probably no one had ever heard of it. But I think as of the last most recent count, I think it was about a year ago, 2.8 million people had played in the past year. Tennis, there's about 21 million people played in that year period. So it's still not taking over, but you know, it has grown uh, quite a bit. This sounds completely boring. So why on earth are people upset by pickleball? There's a couple of issues, but I think that the key one is that the volume of pickleball is significantly higher than tennis. So tennis caps out at about 60 decibels, which is the equivalent of a normal conversation between two people about a meter apart. And then pickleball can easily cap out above 80 decibels which is the equivalent of hearing a freight train from about 50 feet away. And the sound of a blender is 88 decibels. So we're talking about a lot louder sound. Pickleball is on a smaller court and the ball is going back and forth more. You're hearing this ping, ping, plunk, plunk sound over and over and over and over again at that elevated volume. It can get pretty intense and you've got uh, these loud noises that are bothering people nearby. The reason that's important is that there are a lot of 
laws in place, municipal laws and covenants for condo associations and homeowner associations that require that any activity going on, that decibels remain below a certain volume. So there does become a legal issue. So besides a freight train getting hit every five seconds or so, at least the noise of it, what else annoys the people who hate pickleball? If you think about tennis, you know, you've got this large court and maybe you've got two people, sometimes four if you're playing doubles, and they're all pretty well spaced out and they're not having animated conversations. But uh, in pickleball, you're, you're packed into much smaller spaces and you can fit 16 people on one tennis court. So you imagine any situation where you're getting 16 people together versus two to four. Uh, you're going to have all kinds of different things that, that people complain about. Arguments, yelling matches, you know, loud laughing, but also parking, traffic. Anything that comes with large groups of people can come along with pickleball. You know, there's also often people want to play pickleball at all hours of the day. I saw numerous examples of places where people were showing up to play pickleball at 5, 6, 7 a.m. and playing till well into the night. People aren't getting a reprieve from all these impacts. So Nick, this lawyer that you talked to, he's representing people who want to shut down pickleball, but is that even possible? I mean, look at skateboarders. You knock them off one place, they show up somewhere else. It seems with pickleball, all you need is a flat surface and they just have at it. If there's a law in place that says you can't engage in an activity within a certain distance of people's homes that's over a certain decibel level, it's pretty hard to argue that you should be able to continue to do something that is above that level. So a homeowner lives next to a park and that park always had tennis and that fell below the allowable decibel level in that community. Then, you know, those people, they would never have been able to get rid of tennis because that was always uh, included in, in what was allowed. But when you add in this louder activity and it's on the books, if it's a municipal law, you either have to change the law because if you bought a house in a in a community and there's this rule on the books, you can't just unilaterally just get rid of that rule and people have a say in it. What are the pickleball haters saying in these lawsuits or complaints to their HOA boards? You know, it's a lot of legalese, but it does suggest that people are being grievously injured. People use terms like their well-being has been greatly harmed or their severe emotional distress caused by some of the sound. It's ending up playing out in the courts. It's ending up playing out in mediation rooms. And as I saw in one community in California, it's playing out in city halls, town halls, parks and recs meetings all across the country. Coming up after the break, why a pickleball showdown in a small California coastal town has national implications. Connor, before the break, you said that pickleball is controversial, even though it sounds very boring. On one hand, it's accessible and helps people connect with new friends, but it's also loud and takes up a lot of space. So all these issues are causing disputes in suburbs all over the country. But you focused on Goleta, California. Where's Goleta? What's happening there? So Goleta is right by the University of California, Santa Barbara, basically attached to Santa Barbara. And it's a smaller town. In comparison to Santa Barbara and some of the surrounding areas, it's maybe not as high income, sort of middle class seeming community, you know, and it's a little bit higher percentage Latino residents, while most of the area around there is mostly white. But there's a community center, the Goleta Valley Community Center, and it's been there for years. It's run by a nonprofit and they have tennis courts. They're fenced in. They're kind of a little bit run down. They're behind their building. You know, it's kind of fallen in disrepair. Tennis seems to have fallen out of favor there to a degree. 
So pickleball players have set up their own little nets. The nets are movable at this point, so they can be removed for tennis, but there's signs that say this is the pickleball courts and people play there, I think something like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day. pickleball community there wanted to have it be officially declared, but these are officially pickleball courts and install permanent nets and, and those type of things to, to codify it that way. So you actually went to Goleta and talked to some people at the courts. What was it like? Was it like people are smacking each other with balls and those rackets or something? So I went to go visit Goleta and, uh, I met a guy named Mike Myers. Let me give you this. All my friends actually are from pickleball. So like just on a personal level, like everyone I know has grown from pickleball. I'm not from here. So I I have now hundreds of friends, people I go out to dinner with, everything. So everybody I know is from the sport. But then when you start asking about this issue, people were pretty um, fiery about it. Some of them had some pretty uh, strong words about why they believe that they're being railroaded. First of all, like, I don't know, five, six weeks ago, email went out saying somebody complained to the city, to the city council about the noise uh-huh. on this court. Yeah. And I sent an email to the city council saying, you got to be kidding. We got the airport, Highway 217, right. the bus depot, Hollister, and 101. This, and these things, beep, 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 when they back in. This has got to be the noisiest place in Santa Barbara County. Somebody complained about the noise. Right, right. So there was a lot of emotion around it. And, you know, I think there's this tension, but I don't think it's playing out like on the courts on a day-to-day basis. I think it's more in courtrooms, city halls, parks and recs, you know, that type of thing. So these pickleball enthusiasts, they go to the city council and they say, hey, you know, these tennis courts are done. No one plays tennis. Turn them into pickleball courts. What ends up happening? So last year, late last year, they go to the um, Parks and Rec Department and then they eventually ended up going to the city council. And basically all they're saying is, can we go ahead and turn them into pickleball courts permanently? And the city, you know, they heard comment from over 300 pro pickleball people and only, you know, a handful of anti pickleball people, mainly because there's not that many people that live in the general area there. There's a couple condo buildings, a few homes and the people who were against it, who actually have windows looking out on it, you know, they, they complained saying, you know, it's been way too loud. It's going from 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. every day. The city took the concerns of the, the people who are critical of it seriously. And they said, look, you need to go back and take these various steps. They limited the hours that people could play. They gave out these paddles that I think are a little bit quieter. And the city eventually said, okay, look, we are going to call these pickleball courts. That easy? So, you know, there's some concerns from some community residents that, you know, local, particularly um, lower income residents might not be interested in pickleball and they might not have the money to buy a pickleball. Maybe they used to play basketball there. Maybe they played tennis, you know, just for general play, um, you know, allowing them to have the opportunity to, to use them for pickleball. So they asked that they set up some opportunities for local residents to play, and they now have free lessons available, I think, in English and Spanish. So it seems there was some sort of consensus or agreement that, hey, we could live a pickleball life and not be too antagonistic towards each other. But is this what's happening all over the country for pickleball? You know, I, don't, I think it's a compromise. Not everyone's happy. There's a few people who live nearby that are still annoyed by it. That lawyer, Nick Kaplan, he's represented over 10 clients. They've won often against the protests of the people playing pickleball, you know, because of these laws. So, you know, a large pickleball community can be shut down overnight. There's numerous places where there's just an ongoing debate that's not being resolved. And pickleball is the number one issue. 
I saw reports of people trying to like recall city council people and parks department members because they were getting in the way of pickleball or vice versa. There's definitely people who feel that way. And it's dividing communities, surprisingly enough. Yeah, this isn't about sports anymore. There seems to be something cultural about all of this. It's pitting tennis players against pickleball players because tennis players want to continue to use these courts that they've had for decades. At the same time, in many cases, there's way more people that want to play pickleball at certain courts. So why should they not get to do that? But also we're talking about socioeconomic status, age. You know, in one community, maybe tennis is more popular with older white people and pickleball is maybe more of a younger thing. And then you see other communities where it's mostly older people who are playing pickleball and maybe they're taking over a a basketball court or a multi-use court or something that's more popular with younger kids. And of course, there's the, you know, homeowners versus, you know, local people renting. Why does the homeowner get the right to decide what happens in these public parks versus renters who can't afford to live on the, right on the park? There's all the politics that comes with all of that. So it's a bigger issue than it seems. Connor, when I read the pickleball story, I was surprised to see your name on it because you do investigations for us. I think the last time you were on the, the Times podcast, you were talking about an oil spill off Huntington Beach here in Southern California. And so to see you talking about pickleball, I'm like, oh, there has to be something in there. So what was it about all of this that interested you? What was interesting to me is that there's been these these small stories out of communities all across America, including across California, but no one had really looked and said, this is a big thing happening nationally. You know, whether we think it's kind of funny or, you know, we don't think it's important, there are large numbers of people that are dedicating huge amounts of their time to advocating on behalf of this, either for or against. Do you think it's just a fad or are we going to see pickleball in the 2028 games and the Olympics when it's in LA? I wouldn't be surprised to see it there. I mean, there's like, I don't know if they're called demonstration uh, sports or something where they aren't actually for medals. There's like a lot of different sports that they have like that. I mean, I just, but I just love being out here and I've met the best people and it's just so social and it's constantly laughing. When I was out in Goleta, a lot of people said, if it wasn't for pickleball, I would have been sitting in my house watching Netflix the whole pandemic. And, you know, it got me out meeting people. And Yeah, it's just, it's fun. Yeah. And And it doesn't even matter who wins or loses. Right. You know, people are very vociferously pro-pickleball and, you know, trying to, like, evangelize about it. I don't see how that's going to die off anytime soon. (laughs) Oy vey. Pickleball coming to a street or a court near you. And that's it for this episode of The Times, daily news from the LA Times. Siona Petros was the half on this episode, and our show is produced by Shannon Lynn, Denise Guerra, Kasia Brasalian, Ashley Brown, Angel Carreras, and David Toledo. Our engineers are Mario Diaz, Mark Nieto, and Mike Keflin. Our editor is Kinsey Moreland. Our executive producers are Hasmin Aguilera and Shawnee Hilton, and our theme music is by Andrew Eatman. Like what you're listening to? Then make sure to follow The Times on whatever platform you use. Don't make us to put you a podcast. Special thanks to Justin Wilner for all the ambient sound. I'm Gustavo Ariano. We'll be back tomorrow with all the news in this month. Gracias.